Hello, and welcome to Into the Disneyverse, a podcast where our historians Jess and Tandy explore the world of Disney, including rides, resorts, restaurants, and so much more. On today's episode, it's one of our favorite rides, me hearties. So grab your rum and join us as we explore the Pirates of the Caribbean. Episode two. Episode two. We were going to do this for one, and then we went down a rabbit hole. We did go down a rabbit hole. Rabbit hole right into Disney. But I mean, I think an introduction of who we are, what we want. Yeah, everybody well, we're here to get, give. get a good sense of, of us from the from the first episode. Mm-hmm. But now we're diving in. Now we now we are, and we're going to talk about your... My favorite ride. Great favorite ride. Your favorite ride growing up and your favorite ride today. Yes. Hasn't Am- changed. Amazingly enough, out of all of the rides, this, <laughs> this Rise of Resistance is in existence, and Tandy's favorite ride is Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised mm-hmm. that Rise did not eclipse this ride. I've only ridden Rise once. So, I mean, that's actually a tragedy. I did enjoy being called Rebel Scum. (laughs) That was the highlight of the Hollywood trip. But, and Rise will definitely be talking about, guys. Yes. That is on the docket. This this one for for me, and we we hit on this in the last episode. Surprisingly, as a lover of Disney World and somebody who went, I had never ridden this until I went with you to Disney last time. Mm -hmm. I was 36 years old when I rode this ride. And the first time I went to Disney, I was like three or four. Yeah. So, and the it first time me, I went to Disneyland, I was four or five. It took me like 35 years to ride, yep. <laughs> to ride this ride. When I went when I was five, it was my mother and I. We rode the ride because she, I was riding everything she wanted to ride. That, mm-hmm. that was how it went. And she's a, her favorite ride is as the small world, which comes as no surprise to anyone that is over the age of 60. That's their favorite <laughs> ride, hands down. But I really loved Pirates. It is a little bit longer at, at Disneyland, and we'll talk about that. But I, what I want right now is for everybody to close their eyes. And we're going to take them back to 1965. You're in your wood-paneled rumpus room. There's shag carpet at your feet. There's orange and green furniture all around you. And you're going to get up and walk what is going to seem like miles to your grandchildren to turn on the television because Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color is about to come on. And if you are not familiar with the show, you can watch it on YouTube. It is basically a big advertisement for the theme parks. You should watch it on YouTube. But they, they are amazing at talking about some of the imagineering that was happening, the building of some of these amazing rides. And back in 1965, they were showing a brand new part of Disneyland, which was New Orleans Square. And the big attraction in New Orleans Square at that moment was going to be the Pirates of the Caribbean. I was going to say Haunted Mansion. <laughs> okay. Well, Haunted Mansion's going to come too. Pirates was first, um, and it was actually actually something that was the last ride that Walt Disney saw through to the end. He passed away three months before the ride opened in 1967. It was big fanfare. There was an actual pirate battle on the River of Americas, which is the man-made river that runs right up to New Orleans Square. And it was it was pretty much a really big deal. The ride was built off of the bateau system that It's a Small World had used in the World's Fair. Became really popular. Um, and this was like state-of-the-art technology. State-of-the-art technology. technology. It's actually patented by Walt Disney. Yeah, He's this- used it in a couple of other rides at the parks. Yep. Amazing that this ride was born of It's a Small World. More It's a Small World hot takes here. We are going to get to that in one of our episodes. Yeah, and I don't I don't think the kids understand, like, like the ride vehicles at the time. Yeah. They, they were very limited. This, this is the visionary technology. This of, was the big thing at the yeah. World's Fair. 
yep. when it was in New York. Like yeah. this was this was the the to- they were the toast of the town because yep. of this. Exactly. And so they used that technology. Originally it was supposed to be a wax museum walkthrough, like a Hall of Presidents meets Pirates, which I don't think would have gone over well <laughs> at all. That ride would not be in existence if it had been a wax museum exactly. walkthrough. Exactly. Exactly. No uh, the Hall of Presidents still persists How? in some some reason. So the original uh, ride tells the story of pirates in the West Indies and the 17th century Caribbean. As we know, in 2006, the ride was refurbished after the Pirates of the Caribbean movie series became an absolute hit. And so they added in characters, Jack Sparrow, Captain Barbosa, and then Davy Jones and Blackbeard, depending on what movie. So this is actually something I didn't realize. As somebody who didn't ride pirates when I was younger. So my first introduction to pirates was the movie. So Captain Jack Sparrow was not a character. On was the not ride. a character in the ride originally. It oh, was completely really unknown bad. characters. They were not based on any movies. The movie was based off of the ride. And what's so interesting is that while there are some scenes in the movies, like most famously the dog with the keys, mm-hmm. a lot of what's in the ride is not necessarily in the movie at all, which I think is what did well for both the ride and the movie. The movie was its own thing but was exercising the success of the ride. And then in turn, in 2006, when they refurbished it, the ride exercised the success of the movie. So they're, so they're not a, they're not necessarily a carbon copy of each other. They're more like the same theming, the, the right, same exactly. but, thought process, but the stories don't necessarily Right, but there align. is one part that does different, so we'll talk about that. So there are five pirates rides worldwide. So the sun never sets on this ride. They all have different facades in the outside, but for four of them, the ride is mainly the same. The time varies and some of the rooms vary, but it's basically the same storyline. The difference is in Shanghai Disneyland. They actually built the ride in 2016 after the movie franchise, and it's all the movie characters. And it's pretty awesome. They use a lot of the digital screens, and then on top of that, like the physical you know, ships. No, you haven't and ridden sh- Shanghai. You've just I have watched not. The, I've okay. watched it on YouTube. So that's the only one I haven't ridden in, in the world. I've read the four normal storylines. Each park has a different ride time, as we've said, um, the longest being at about 15 minutes at Disneyland and the shortest being eight minutes and 30 seconds at Disney World. That ride is only eight minutes long? At Disney World. That ride seems like it's 15 minutes. It seems like it's as long as the Disneyland ride, but the, I think the, the big difference is the amount of cave rooms at the beginning of ah, Disneyland, and okay. then the intro to Disneyland it goes through the Blue Bayou, and it's a bit different than the one at Disney World, because Disney World is not connected to a restaurant, so okay. a little bit of a different experience. So fun facts time. The ride contains anywhere between 630 to 750,000 gallons of water, and it takes up to three days to empty and refill. I want to know what Disney World's water bill is. All right. Daily. And their AC bill. I was That's thinking, the two I want to know. I was thinking about this because all of the fountains, all of like how much, how much are those people spending on they water? They got to have a good like recycling system they or something. They have to. They have to. But that's some, that's some inside magic I would like to know as well too. <laughs> so there's over a hundred animatronic pirates and villagers and then flora and fauna as well. Uh, originally the ride flora, was flora and fauna flora and fauna the the animal and plants yep oh okay sorry i was thinking the pixies oh <laughs> sleeping beauty i i, I if I'm, i should have known I'm my audience the only disney fan that went there i'm sure i should have known my my audience here <laughs> 
Originally, the ride was uh, not going to be part of Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Um, They felt that there was a history of pirates in Florida and the mystique would not be there. (laughs) But when the park opened in 1971, a lot of visitors were very vocal that, hey, why is Pirates of the Caribbean not here? And so Imagineers worked quickly to establish and open the ride in 1973. I think this is hilarious that they were like, we can't put this ride in Florida because there's pirates. They know too much about pirates out there. They won't (laughs) like this ride. Uh, well, there's obviously a, an allure for pirates in both California and Florida. And speaking of allure, it should come as no surprise to avid park goers and historians of Disney that Disney uses sense to evoke feelings and emotion. The biggest evidence of this, I think, that I could point to people who are like, nah, that can't be, is when you're on Spaceship Earth, if you sit on the far left and you're going into the burning of Alexandria area and you kind of lean over, you can smell burning You building. don't have to lean over. <laughs> if you want to really immerse yourself, lean but, over. But y'all, this ride smells so good. Mm-hmm. It's, they need a candle. They need a candle. I need it. I need it in the store. So Pirates of the Caribbean has one of the most iconic scents at Disney. The second most iconic is Haunted Mansion. Shout out. Yep. And uh, instead of using chlorine, they use bromine. So that's what's in the water, bromine, bromine, tomato, tomato. It's that scent that creates a damp and musty odor, perfect for a 17th century pirate ride. And again, as we said, if Disney is listening, um, you know, candle. It's time. Car freshener. It's time. Wax melter. I'll take anything. I'll take a scratch and sniff book at this point. (laughs) I'll write check, Disney. A, A blank check. All right, and then for all hidden uh, Mickey fans, there's one in the uh, upper story window of the room with the women chasing there's, the men in there's circles. There's only one hidden only Mickey one, on this apparently. Yep. That is a missed opportunity. There may be more, and all of my resources just bad. But you know, I'm not the Jess of this group, <laughs> so maybe we'll have her come back and do a hidden Mickey uh, episode. Okay, so opinions. Obviously, it is no surprise that this is. One of my favorite rides, I rode this for the first time in Disneyland in 1991 when I was five years old. I was not scared. It is a dark ride. So for some kids, that might be a little bit intimidating. There's a lot of, there's fire on this ride. What's fake fire? A funny fact, though, is that when the ride originally opened and there was fire, they thought it was too real. Oh, and really? that it was going to scare people. Uh, so originally, they were not going to approve, the city of Anaheim was not going to approve the ride. <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's. I don't think it's scary, though. Yeah. My, ki- my kids are not. Yeah. My kids are kind of skittish. Okay. Well, Elena's a little bit like. Laughing in the okay, dark. Okay, Elena, Elena's parts. not. So my younger one is yeah. not. But Issa's. Yeah, Issa's skittish. She wasn't scared of this. Yeah, ride. I think no, it's yeah. more fun than anything. But and if they are afraid of the dark, there are parts of it that get. Yeah, they get pretty dark. Uh, yeah. I think it's fun. There's you know the famous Yo Ho Ho pirate song. It's, there's just a lot of magic happening on the ride. And and while it's not as visionary like, you know the Ratatouille ride, Rise of Resistance, Frozen's animatronics, it's still it has that nostalgia that just keeps bringing you back. And I think that if the ride had not opened in the 70s, they made the movies, it would look more like the Shanghai Disney ride, which I just don't think as is as nostalgic or as capturing entertainment like this ride does. Yeah, and I think, you know, we, again, touched on this in the last episode a little bit. This this ride's immersive. Mm-hmm. By the way, the animatronics hold up pretty well. Yep. Um, they do clean them. Yeah, they clean them, and I'm sure there. I'm they sure there've been up. updates and refurbishments. Yeah. And as Tandy mentioned, like you can tell, the Jack Sparrow one is newer. Oh, Actually, yeah. now that I think about this in hindsight, you can tell the Jack Sparrow one's newer than he's more flexible. Well, and he looks like Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um. So I just thought they updated it to look like Johnny Depp. <laughs> no, they added those in. I didn't, I didn't in. realize that that he wasn't a character 
um, in the, in the ride before, but you know, this is one of those rides that, that it, it doesn't matter how old it gets. It's always going to be fun for kids, for mm-hmm. adults. This was built when there was not a space limitation in any of the parks. So the amount of space that this ride takes up is, is yeah. vast, even yeah. in Disney world. Mm-hmm. So I think that, 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 that has that going for it yeah. where they, where they didn't, whereas with Mickey and Minnie's, I'm sure there was a space. I mean, they did it. They had to use that track existing building. So yep. there was a space limitation there. Yeah. So I think, I think that's, you know, it's not state of the art. Sure. You don't have, you don't have uh, not trackless ride vehicles yep. that drop. Yeah, like you have on Rise. Yeah, but, but it's it's still it's still pretty immersive, and and the theme the, the theming on this ride is great. Yeah, it's it, it again as somebody who didn't ride it until I was an adult, an adult because I had like zero desire to do it, even yeah. though like it seemed like it was going to be tacky and kitschy to me. And it, it is. It, and it but is, in the best way. But in the best possible way. Like it is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, so we're going to do some ratings here, and then I get to rate it whatever I want. And I would say ride overall for me is a 10. And that's because it's fun, it's air-conditioned, anyone can ride the ride. The wait is not usually long. Usually the, the wait, with the exception of some places in Disneyland when you're outside, it's shaded and air-conditioned. And you get to see Jack Sparrow. I mean, you can't beat that. Real factor, though, I put as a one. And I get it. It's not, (laughs) you know, it's not exciting. There's two drops at Disneyland. There's one drop at Disney World. It's not, obviously, the most thrilling, you know, like Flight of Passage might be. It's still got some fun to it. Which brings me to fun factor, which is it's a 10. And again, these are extremely biased because, I mean... Pirates, boats, yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum. What more can you say? Smells. Smells. <laughs> and is this a rope drop ride? So I think we've talked about this in the last podcast. This There's, is an RRDD ride. This is an emotional <laughs> rope drop an ER, ride. I'm sorry, it's an ERDD ride. ERDD ride. <laughs> I, I'm going on this ride because I. this is the ride I love. I want to smell it. I want to see it. I want to be in the dark with Jack Sparrow. I'm riding this ride when the rope drops. Unless I'm with Jess and I'm going to ride Jungle Cruise first, but then this ride comes next. (laughs) So now here's the boring stuff that Jess is making me include. Um, So the ride length at Walt Disney World, as we've said, is 8 minutes and 30 seconds. It is much longer at Disneyland with a little bit over 15 minutes. The average wait time at Walt Disney World is 32 minutes while Disneyland comes in at 21 minutes. And the highest recorded wait time for both is at 175 minutes. The best time to visit the the ride at both parks is about 3 p.m. opening and 7 p.m. Wow. 3 and p.m. yeah, 3 p.m. I would say th- shoot for 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. again opening ride. Obviously, it's not going to have much of a line. The one caveat I would probably make to that just again if you're if you're using this as, as a plan. The ride the line gets really long if it's raining. Yeah. And that's because it, one thing is the queue you're under you're undercover. Yep. So you're not standing in the rain. At and least then Walt Disney World. And at Walt Disney, yeah, at Walt Disney World. It's all by the way, the queue's also super cool. So that's yeah. the other place. If like if it's miserably hot, sometimes it gets a little longer in the middle of the day. And 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 it won't shut down for things like lightning. Yep. And that so that's where the queue will get a little longer in the middle of the day. Yep. Each bateau can set up to twenty two people and can move about thirty four hundred people per hour. And as we've said, you know, with the exception of a couple refurbishments and sometimes the ride stops, people have had to walk through it. It's rarely down. There's no height requirement. And so basically you can enjoy this ride all day, every day. Pirates is on the Genie Plus, but I'm going to tell you right now, even though it's my favorite ride, don't waste Genie Plus on this. You can enjoy the line with your family. Again, like we said, it's air conditioned. It moves quickly. I would just say just wait in line and use Genie Plus on other things. 
Ranking, again, with my extreme bias, to me, this is a top ride at any Disney park. If you tell me that you went to Disney and you didn't ride Pirates, did you even go to a Disney park? Don't come home to me and brag if you didn't ride Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, I don't I don't know what you did, but you didn't go to Disney. So apparently I didn't go to Disney. You didn't go to Disney your whole life. Until, until a year ago. Yep, until a year ago. I opened your eyes. <laughs> and then, I mean, you know, closing thoughts. This ride obviously was childhood favorite of mine. Lots of nostalgia. I was super excited when the movies came out. You know, when I was thinking about this ride and, and you know, looking at my notes... I never thought about how the movies could affect the ride. And I never thought, you know, how are the movies going to be influenced by the ride? I'm glad that they were not as close. Like it wasn't a kitschy kind of corny movie. It really had its own staying power. And the success of that, I think, has kept Pirates open. I think without the success of those movies, I I don't know if Pirates would still be around. I, I think that's the way you do a movie ride mm-hmm. compilation. They've tried to do it before, and obviously if you're doing a ride off of the movie, that's a totally different situation than yeah. this. You have more creativity to build yeah. out the ride. Yeah, but they this this is the way to do like a ride movie companion because, like you said, they're not complete copies of one another with the exception of Shanghai. And you get like a little bit of, of pieces of the movie when you ride the ride, but it's a totally different experience. I, I think had they tried to make it too much like the movie... You, you, I don't know that the ride would still be open. Yeah. Because I don't think it would have been, it would be as enjoyable. Yep. I think there would be a time limit where, where Disney would probably sunset it and build something else in there that was more related to, I mean, that could have been the Tiana ride. We've almost, and we've seen, we've seen that happen before Mm -hmm. with other rides where they've made them for movies and they're not necessarily, you know, either popular anymore or it just, it just wasn't working. Yeah, exactly. Or or Disney has something new that they want to bring in and replace. Yep. We've seen it happen numerous times. So I'm glad that there was some success for this ride to to keep it going yeah but I mean in all honesty though regardless of movie or popularity they can't get rid of that ride because where else am I going to get that smell (laughs) this is (laughs) this this is your warning Disney car freshener Tandy needs a candle I need a candle and she needs it now yes along with a, a spirit jersey Oh, yes. I told you, blank check, Disney. You tell me what I need to pay in order to get some amazing merch in the store. One other note on the on the queue, and it, it is on the Play Disney Parks app as well. So there are some achievements you can get in the queue on here. So again, if you've got, if you've got kids, you want to cool off, you want to spend some time, mm-hmm. they can get some Pirates achievements. And actually, we should do an episode because there's like a whole Pirate adventure you can do outside of the ride oh yeah yep yeah you can become a pirate if you, you want you, you can yep you can it's pretty amazing so i just want to thank some sources while we go in here obviously uh wikipedia thrill data wonderful world of color uh, on our pirates of the caribbean dvd yes i have the dvd allyears.net travelplus.com touringplans.com tripsavvy.com and inside the thank you for your resources we appreciate it they're not sponsoring us we just use them to do our research yo ho ho and a bottle of rum That's it for us, guys. Thank you so much. If you liked today's episode of Into the Disneyverse, check us out on Instagram at Disneyverse Historians or on Facebook at Into the Disneyverse. The music in this episode was created by Skolex from freesound.org. Thanks again for listening and catch you next time.